coming to you with words and teaching that will change your life forever. All things that you will ever need in your life, they're wrapped up in the Word. Go for the Word. You need to understand this thing. And when you get a hold of it, keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. The Bible says in the city of Ephesus, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Can you shout amen? I'm set on the course that I must follow. In the name of Jesus, prosperity is mine. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Pastor Chris, word hearing. The Bible says, in the beginning, this is St. John's Gospel, chapter 1 and verse number 1. It says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He gives preeminence to the Word. The Bible lets us know that God's Word is God. He emphasizes the infallibility of His Word. And then He gave us His Word. He gave us his word. What did I tell you he gave us his word for? Can I hear you? He gave us his word to what? To make us. Yeah. Because Jesus himself is the living word. He is the Word. So, He gave us the Word to make us His Word. We were born of His Word. Remember that. The Bible says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the Word of God that liveth and abided forever. We were born of the Word of God. So it's not surprising that He would, He would uh, engineer his word to make us his word so that we become the expression of his word you see the word of god that we share with you has the ability the divine ability to make you an absolute success in everything.
an absolute success. Inconquerable. The message that we share that we share with you. It doesn't matter where that word meets you. It doesn't matter what level you are in life when it meets you. It doesn't matter how bad your case is when it meets you. If you let that word come into you, take a hold of your spirit, it will produce in you what it talks about. Hallelujah. Glory to his name forever. It will produce in you what it talks about. You just keep taking it in. Taking it in. And living by it. Acting on it. Day after day. Week after week. Month after month. Year after year. <laughs> Hallelujah. And nothing in this world can put you down. Because the word is dependable. Praise the Lord. From tonight, I'll begin to share with you along the lines of our message for the year. All right? Okay, and this is the year of the sevenfold increase. And I want you to say to three people, this is my year of the sevenfold increase. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. And uh, number one is the increase of grace, right? Increase in ability, knowledge, fortunes, wisdom, speed, and accuracy. And tonight I'll begin with the first one right there, grace. Increase in grace. Hallelujah. Wow. I want us to look at the Bible. First of all, uh, in Second Peter chapter number three, Second Peter chapter number three, you found it. We're looking at verse 18. What does it say? Yeah, it says, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. But grow in grace. The word grow is taken from a Greek word oxano. It means to give increase. To give increase. It says to give increase to grace. 
That means increase in grace. All right? Increase in grace. We're talking about grace now. Increase in grace. You see, notice something. He didn't say that um, God, at this point, he didn't say that God would increase the grace, but he said to us to grow in grace. Now, the Bible also says, and God will make all grace abound towards you. In other words, you've got something to do with it, and he's got something to do with it. He can make all grace abound towards you. But then he says for you to give increase to it. In other words, grow in it. In the grace that God has given to you, there's something that you have to do. Now, speaking from the Bible, the word grace comes from a Greek word, which many of you know, carries. All right? Carries. And, um, you know, there's a general definition of grace that a lot of people are familiar with. You say, what is grace? They say, unmerited favor. But that is from the negative standpoint of the definition of grace. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just telling you that they're looking at it from the negative standpoint. Unmerited favor. I don't deserve it, but he gave it to me. He favored me. But that is a very limited definition of the word grace given to us from the Greek background, carries. Grace actually refers to the divine influence on the heart The divine influence on the heart reflected in life. Reflected on the outward expression. In other words, it is the it is the um, the the outworking of an inward influence. It is the outworking of an inward influence. The divine influence in your heart. Divine, that means it's got to do with deity, God. Hallelujah. So the Lord impresses upon your heart through his word and the Holy Ghost. And then whatever is deposited by that influence is seen on the outside. It shows itself on the outside. It's revealed outside. Then we can say, like they said, uh, about um, the early church, they said they saw the grace of God on them. The grace of God. They saw the grace of God. How can you see the grace of God? You only see the outworking of the grace of God. It's like saying we saw the wind blowing. 
Well, you really don't see the wind. You see the effects of the wind. Is that right? When you see objects moving and the branches, the leaves of a tree moving this way or that way, you say, oh, it's a strong wind. You see, you can feel it. Uh, it's the effect, really. You don't see the wind. So, the grace of God on its own cannot be seen until you see what it produces. Hallelujah. Now, when, when the influence, the divine influence works out within a man's spirit. There are things that you see outwardly. There are things that are revealed on the outside. Number one is acceptability. Sometimes I wish every Christian in the world would understand this message. It would change so many things about their lives. Number one is acceptability. Grace, I said, is the divine influence in the heart that reveals itself on the outside. You see the outworking of grace. You see it in the man's life. Number one thing that you see is acceptability. Something about that man, something about that woman, that pulls you, that attracts you, Now, that doesn't mean everybody's going to like you. But every well-meaning person will. You see, you will have persecutors to be sure. Look at Jesus. The Bible says little children came to him. Little children. He said, common people heard him gladly. Something about grace. If this grace works within you you see it's a divine influence in your heart and it shows on the outside if it works within you you would observe one acceptability sometimes we have people who say they can understand um, they go for an interview they are disliked or they start a job after two weeks nobody wants to see them what you need is grace you need grace. Grace in your life. Now, this grace we're talking about, I want you to remember, we're not talking at this point of unmerited favor. God extending his grace toward me to receive me, to accept me. That's not what we're talking about here. That's not what he's increasing. He's given us all of that already, and that's what St. Jesus down here, all right? And uh, he died for us. 
and brought us into salvation. He already gave us that. Now we're talking about grace in your life. Grace working through you. Hallelujah. Acceptability. Something about you. You might be the new kid on the block, but everybody wants you. Something about you. Whether you're telling a story, you're singing, you're cleaning, you're sweeping, you're doing whatever it is. If that thing follows you, it singles you out. It singles you out. They just don't know why they're attracted towards you to give you this contract. You might be the least qualified of them all, of all the applicants. If grace is working in your life, it looks like they want to give it to you. <laughs> you see, and that's very important. Doesn't matter what job, doesn't matter what it is. If that thing works in your life, that's it. That's what he's telling us to grow in. He says we can grow in it because you see, some of us function in grace to different measures from other people. You know what? You can turn it on in your life. And another beautiful thing is, if you use it and use more of it and use more of it, God can always give you more. You add more to it. And then you use more of it. And use it and use it. Then he adds to it. And guess what? In 2009, God says, I'm increasing it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Grace, grace, grace. I said it produces in your life acceptability. Acceptability. Grace. They just can't understand why. You see that? Nature responds. Nature responds to you. With grace working in your life and remember he said to grow in it so there are levels are you hearing this there are levels you know some people start out they start out a, a, a trade a business of some sort and nobody comes to their shop they can't understand why so they think that they need to cast out devils. See, if you're a Christian, don't be negative in your thinking. Think positively. Instead of trying to cast out devils, looking for the demon that's troubling you, why don't you increase the grace? <laughs> Somebody said, I can't understand. I haven't gotten a promotion for several years. What are you waiting for? This is the thing that does it. 
This is what does it. I've been tremendously graced. I'm telling you, I've been tremendously graced. I can't, I don't know how to put it in words to anybody. So, you know, a lot of times you hear me say, my life is forward and upward. Right? Because of grace. The grace is abundant. And it just urges me on. He just, you know, it, it just takes me on. More and more grace. More and more grace. This thing works within me. There's no demon hatched out of hell that knows how to stop it because it doesn't stop. Hallelujah. And my responsibility is to grow in it. Take advantage of it. You see, Paul wrote a letter to Timothy and he says, Stand strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Take advantage of it. That's what the word says. Take advantage of it. If I get into anything, it's got to grow. It's got to multiply. It's got to produce results. It's got to. It cannot fail. Why? Because I only get involved in something if the grace of God is going to be involved in it. You see that? So I get into it with the grace of God. Grace. I take advantage of that grace. Are you getting it? Say to somebody, grace. Grace, grace produces acceptability. Say it again. One more time. See, the people who don't understand some of these kind of things, they mean well. They are honest. They are willing. They, they try to do something nice to other people. And they're always rewarded with hatred. You know, after all you've done, they don't like you. After all you've done, they pay you with evil. And then you feel frustrated. You don't know what you're going to do. Now, if I ever get repaid with evil by somebody that I've treated well, I never care. You know why? I only get greater. See, I never care. Because I, you know, there's a... Um, I taught you something a few years ago. I, 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 I would say to you, say this, I may be here today, but come and see me tomorrow. <laughs> see? Because if you give a little time, between now and the next time you see me, the next time you see me, <laughs> you see, I keep going higher and higher and higher and higher. I just keep going higher. 
Why? Grace. Tell somebody, grace. That's what it is. That's what it is. Grace. See, the race is not to the swift. And the battle is not to the strong. It's when that man walks in at the opportune time. And that's what grace does for you. Grace locates you. Brings you in at just the right time. Just the right time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just the right time. Glory to God. Look at that scripture again. It says, but to grow what? In grace. Say, grow in grace. Hallelujah. Grace brings you what? Acceptability. Number two, it brings you benefit, advantage. Grace gives you the advantage. Did you hear that? <laughs> the advantage. Oh, glory to God. The advantage. Grace gives you the advantage. The advantage. Back in the university, I remember telling my classmates, I said something to them. I said, I'm 10 years ahead of you. I, I didn't know then that it was more than 10 years, you see. <laughs> you know, at that time, that was what my faith could peak. So I said, I'm 10 years ahead of you. So what do you mean? I said, I'm 10 years ahead of you. But that's what I said back then. But that was grace. Because I said all the things you're going to be struggling for in life, I already have them laid up. First year. That's my first year in school. Just a young kid, yeah? Well, that's what I said to him. That's what grace does for you. Grace gives you the advantage. The advantage. Now, except you're conscious of it, it will not work. Are you hearing me? See, just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean it's going to work. See? There are things that just don't work because they exist. Now, are you, are you listening to this? Just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean it's going to work. First, you've got to be conscious of it. You've got to recognize it. Say this with me. I got grace working for me. Working for me. And working in me. Grace, you see, grace, you see, um, beautifies your spirit. You see, because grace is the glory of God working in a man's spirit. Grace beautifies your spirit. 
It is the glory of God working in a man's spirit. And you know what? If that grace beautifies your spirit, it will show on the outside. It will show on the outside. You see the glory of God in your life. You know, that's where that song really came from. You know, when the, I can see in you the glory of the Lord. Yes, I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you the glory of the Lord. So, uh, in you, I can see in you the glory of the Lord. What part of you did I see that glory? In your intestines or... You see. So, they're the trying to say something. The song is communicating a spiritual truth. So they're not talking about trying to look into your body. They're talking about the glory of God. But this is the beauty of the Spirit. I can see in you the glory of the Lord. Yes, I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you. Can you see it in you? Yes. Can you see it in anybody else? Yes. You sure? Yes. You know, if you can't recognize the grace of God in somebody else, chances are you don't know it at all. And so you can't recognize it in your life. I know when I see the glory of God, the grace of God in somebody's life. I know. I know because that's where I walk. I know. I know. I know when I see it. I never work against it. I never work against it. You work against it, you are done for. See? It says anyone who falls on this stone shall be broken. I mean, whichever way you work against it, whichever way you're in trouble. You fall against it, you break. If it descends on you, it grinds you to power. <laughs> he said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for you to kick against the pricks. <laughs> he said, it is hard. What you're doing is terrible for you. And God wasn't angry. Jesus wasn't angry at him. He's the one kicking against Christ. And the Lord is saying, look, you fall against this stone, you get broken. I'm not even angry. If I get angry at you, you'll be ground to powder. Hallelujah. So grace gives you acceptability and grace gives you the advantage. The advantage. Somebody's trying to sell something. Two years you've been holding it, trying to sell it, nobody's buying it. And yet this thing is good, but nobody's buying it. What you need is grace. Grace. With grace? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Then favor. Grace brings you favor. Isn't that amazing? 
we're talking about favor and yet you know it's one of the definitions of grace itself but brings you favor and that is akin to the advantage that it gives to you favor favor why you what everybody else is looking for God gives it to you they call you others are queuing up waiting for it somebody's taking the telephone to ask for you from afar say with me I got this thing working in me there are others there applying pleading crying trying to get all the connections working glory to God favor he gives you favor if you're working with somebody he gives you favor with the boss you just have favor with the boss not because you try to do anything but this thing is working gives you favor with your seniors gives you favor with your juniors it's amazing he worked in Jesus the Bible says he had favor with God and with men favor <laughs> hallelujah look around and say hey get this thing working in you look around huh? he said I'm in <laughs> God hallelujah you know I'm trying to think is there is there somebody here favor good is turned towards you you see that it's turned towards you and when you go wrong forgiveness seems to be abundantly available the other guy that doesn't have it who paid dearly for his errors and his mistakes are not as grievous as yours. <laughs> then they say, I, I, I don't understand. This world, there's imbalance in society. <laughs> Somebody said, favor is not fair. And it's true. Favor is not fair. Doesn't play fair. Favor doesn't play fair. <laughs> See, there are five of us qualified. L let me tell you something. <laughs> it's not everybody who you find that is rich that stole money to be rich. Are you listening to me? And not everybody who got that job paid somebody money to get it. It's not everybody. Some people walk in divine influence. 
Divine. Divine. Favor is working for me. I'm divinely favored. Favored of the Lord. I am the favored of the Lord. I'm favored big. Say it again. I'm favored big. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> let, let me let you into a divine secret. Do you know, as I'm sharing with you, ministering to you right now, favor is being increased. Grace is being increased in your life. That's what it is. Hallelujah. You see, it's one of those things that the Spirit of God called me to do. All right? Now, you look at these fingers. It was not our choice to make this a thumb who were born that way. Right? It wasn't our choice to make this look like this and this like this and this like this. Right? They're not the same. They bend in different ways. And that's God's choice, right? In the same way, he called some of us and gave us something to give. One of the things that the Spirit of God raised me with and anointed me with was not only to teach and preach, but uniquely to while communicating knowledge to impart also what it talks about. For example, if I start talking about healing, people start getting healed. While I'm still talking about healing. If I'm explaining faith, people don't just understand faith, which is beautiful. But while they're understanding faith, their faith grows. Faith is imparted. So why sharing on grace with you? Hallelujah. So that's what happens. See? You see, I had to tell you, I had to tell you so that you'd be awake to it and receive it into your spirit. Receive it into your spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, so we, we said grace brings acceptability and grace gives the advantage. Hallelujah. And now we said grace also does what? Brings you favor. 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 Never say things like, well, we don't know if we'll ever get to our tongue. No, you are not ordinary. You're not like the others. You were chosen. Chosen for favor. You're chosen differently. You start understanding, if I go to that place, I'll get it. If I go up there, I'll get it. 
Because favor works in me. Favor works in me. You know, I have the mentality, if I ever want anything, I'll get it. Anything. 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 I better not want it if I don't want it. See, because, because if I do, it's coming. That's favor. Favor. Maybe you need to understand something about your heavenly father. He wants the whole world to know how much he loves you. I want you to get that. It's so important. He wants the whole world to know that he loves you so much. He wants the whole world to know. That's what the Bible says. He likes to prove his love for you to the whole world. He wants every, he boasts of you. Now you say me, with all my stupidity, with all my mistakes, get this straight. He is the I am, and you are the in him. You are in him. You're in him. He sees you covered in Christ. He sees the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, things not yet done. He sees what the word will make of you. So all he says is, yield to my word. Work in my word. That's all he's calling for. Hallelujah. Did you get the, the third one? All right, number four. Grace brings joy into your life. Joy. You know, a lot of people don't understand the power of joy. There are many people who never let joy work out through them. Now, but when, when grace, when grace functions in you, it will also reveal itself in joy. It's called joy unspeakable and full of glory. It means joy indescribable. Joy indescribable, unfathomable. They can't understand why that guy is so joyful. They don't know why. Your life is always up there. Up, 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 up. It's because of what's on the inside. You know, a lot of people, you always have to ask them, what's the matter? You know, they're always looking sad. They're looking like, you know, the whole world has broken down. No, no. If the Spirit of God works within you, inside will be joy unspeakable and full of glory. It will show on the outside. It will show. The people who have worry look, you can tell 
they're worried. They, and they don't mind telling you, I'm very worried. I'm very worried. In fact, I'm very worried about this. I'm very, very worried. You're very worried. No wonder your life is like this. And you see, what you're worried about controls your life. No, I don't get worried. Because the word of God says, for me to worry not. He says, be anxious for nothing. Have no anxiety about anything. Anything. Have no anxiety. When news comes to you about something, be composed. Because before it ever came to you, your father knew. Your father knew. He didn't hear it when you heard it. You know, I got this, uh, uh, you know, the, the Word of God gives us uh, a way of thinking. All right? Now, my way of thinking about anything is that whatever happens already happened. You see it? In other words, God already saw it because He lives in eternity. He already knew everything about it and I just got to find out. So what? He's got the answers. So all I have to do is wait for the answer. How did he find the way out of it? How did he? How did he? Because he already knew about it and knew the answer before I was born. Don't you understand who he is? So if you trust him, You'd not be worried. You say, Lord, you already knew about this thing before I ever happened on the scene. So, how we get out of this? Lord, what's the way you produce for this thing? How, how did you solve it? Because the answer, oh, glory to God. You know, a few years ago, I told you something. I said that the answer to every problem comes with the problem. In other words, every problem comes with the seed of its own answer. No problem ever comes to you except it came with the answer. Did you catch that? The answer, the solution is there. It's in the problem. It came to you because you are the one that had the solution. Problems gravitate towards their solutions. Get that idea. They gravitate towards their solutions. And when a problem comes to you, it's because you are the one wielding the answer. Oh, glory! Oh, I wish everybody could catch this thing. Why are you in that problem? Because God gave you the solution. You've got it. You've got it. Your life has to be a testimony. The bigger the problem, the bigger the testimony. So instead of worrying and worrying about, I don't know how I'm going to do I don't know how I got into this mess. Ah, hey, stop, stop. Where is the answer? How? Okay, what is the answer? Then the Spirit says, look inside. Look inside. Because inside you, from the heart are the issues of life. 
Out of your heart are the issues of life. Your, your spirit works like a fountain. From there, all the answers come out. The Bible says the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. Search in the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man. Your spirit is where the light of God is. Hallelujah. Did you catch that? Joy. Joy. Grace brings joy. Grace brings joy. Joy. Did you know if you prayed in the Holy Ghost and took your mind away from all of those problems before long you'll be laughing in the spirit. Now why does he bring that laughter to your spirit? Because that's, that's, the, that's the state of your spirit. And when you receive that laughter within your spirit don't stop and then go back to what you used to be. Sad, unhappy, worried about all these things. You're worried about this and that. Your problems are many. I said, Lord, I have many problems. Many problems. I don't even know where to start from. Oh, see, confusion. The message you've just heard was produced by the Lovell Tape Ministry. For more information, please contact Lovell Tape Ministry. Post office number 13563. Email address cec at christembassy.org or better still, you can find us on the web www.christembassy.org God bless you.